Years ago, a friend of mine offered me a lift to rugby practice on his motorbike. I'd been on the back of a motorbike before, but this was different. The corners were going slightly quicker and the gear changes were a little bit more violent. I found myself swaying backwards and forward and holding on to the seams of his jacket as tightly as possible, wondering whether I was going to make it to the end of the journey. Everything in me wanted to put my arms around his waist and hug him, but I couldn't because we were both men. The irony being that in my life, metaphorically, I had put my arms around both him and his wife and hugged them because of the way that they had welcomed me into their home. They had loved me and shown me what it meant to love Jesus. They had loved me as family. Many of us have experienced that. And today I want to explain what that's like so that we can be sure to repeat it in our lives. So first, love. When Christians hear the word love, they think of Jesus. When they hear the word love, they think of Jesus. We know that God has revealed himself in Jesus and we know that the word says God is love. The world around us hears the same word love and thinks differently about it. But we know that as Christians we love because he first loved us. That's why it's so important that we live with God. When we think about discipleship, we think first about living with God, spending time worshipping him, reading the Bible and praying. And it's when we read the Bible, our minds are shifted, they're renewed so that we understand what love is. Love others. When we read the word, we see that Jesus is indiscriminate in his commandment that we should love He tells us that we should love one another. He tells us that we should love our neighbours and he tells us that we should love our enemies. That doesn't leave anyone out. Everyone is to be loved. Jesus is clear. There are no levels in that love. But there are limits to how many people we can love. That was the case even for Jesus himself. He spent time with three and with 12 and with 70 and with crowds, but he wasn't able to love them to the same extent, but he did love them with the same way of love. Love others as family. In Mark chapter 3, verse 31, we read these words. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him and they told him, your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? He asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Those who do the will of God are the family of God. The church of Jesus Christ is the family of God. Not everyone in the world is a Christian. 
But the love that we have is a love that is oriented towards the whole world that they might become Christians and might become a part of that family. So whether somebody is part of the church or not, the instruction for us is to love them as family. We want them to experience it, even if they don't want it themselves. So love others as family. At B&A, I think we're really good at this. And the Lord loves this about us. And I want you to hear that. He loves that about this church. And in being here, you are committed to this practice of loving others as family. And there's three ways in which we practice that principally. And the first of those is regular communion. Before we went into COVID, that was monthly communion. And by that, we meant gathering together and remembering the sacrificial love of Jesus in bread and wine together. And at that meal, everyone is equal. Everyone is equal who receives. And we know that as we gather around that table, there are others who are not gathering with us. So as we have that joy, we also mourn that others aren't with us. But we know that it is a table that is open for others to join. Monthly or regular communion, we still do it on Zoom and we intend to and, um, and hope one day to return to regular communion with one another. And then weekly church, by which I don't mean a building or a service, looking at the back of somebody else's head, doesn't mean fellowship. The Bible is really clear that we're to re remain in fellowship with other Christians. So weekly church, sharing our lives with one another and learning what it means to love others as Jesus loves us. But then we practice it in our daily lives with our neighbours, with our families, with our friends, with our extended families, um, with our enemies. Um, and some people are even inviting others into their homes, children and adults, to love them at, at even closer proximity as family. And we might want to think about that even more if COVID restrictions come further and we go back into lockdown. Do you have a spare bedroom into which you can invite somebody um, who would otherwise be alone? But these three practices, we need them all. And they're a core part of how we love others as family, monthly communion, weekly church and loving others in our daily lives. In the context of COVID, it has been really difficult to do some of those aspects of loving others as family. We found the separation difficult and we've mourned it. But as we emerge from lockdown, at whatever point that is, there are other challenges that we faced that were there before we came into lockdown. And the first is priorities. It, I often hear excuses as to why people can't get to certain things, can't get to church. And those priorities um, that we have reveal often where our heart is. Sometimes they're beyond our control, but often they reveal our sense of how important God is to us, how important the church is. 
Sometimes they reveal that actually we have pain and that's the other challenge that we face. And when we get close to others, we find that our mess and other people's mess come together. And if we're not bringing that mess to the cross and understanding that Jesus knows our pain and wants to heal it, then we can end up hiding from others and distancing ourselves from them. And so we avoid these three practices. But the answer to both of those challenges, the priorities and the pain, is found at the cross where we see Jesus putting us first, that we might put him first too. When we get these basics right in our lives, regular communion, weekly church, loving others in our daily lives as family, we grow into maturity. When we forget them, we grow into immaturity as Christians. My friends, Mike and Gemma, who loved me as family, understood deeply that God loves them as family. And because of that, they were able to love me as family. Dear friends, if we are in Christ, we are sons and daughters of the King. We are his children. We are his body. And he calls us to love others as family. There is so much to celebrate about what God has done and is doing in this regard in our life at BNA, and yet so much more for us to discover.